best in this way. That's why I play the game. To be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me, drives me. He's the best player in the game. It's just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your puck. He will do whatever it takes. He's the most complete basketball player in the game today. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, I said this when the trade went down. And I'll repeat it again. Who started for an NBA World Championship? More than Kobe Bryant. There is no one. This guy is Hollywood. separates Kobe from the past. More than Kobe Bryant. There is no one. Cheers. Cheers, man. You forgot your Lakers shirt. And welcome to another episode of Marlon vs. Marlon Podcast. I'm your boy Marlon. And I'm your boy Marlon. Join us as two childhood friends go back and forth, argue, fight, debate, sometimes maybe even agree. Here and there. Everything from sports, pop culture, and everything in between. Alright, so today we will get into the Lakers as they get ready for a big game Four, I believe it is. Big game four matchup against the Blazers. We'll get into that. We'll get into all the playoff action. Some games that happened today. Some games happened over the weekend. And um, also, too, we'll get into some Earl Thomas. He's been in the news for some... Uh, he, he hadn't had the best summer. That's all I got to say. So uh, we'll get into him. And also, too, we'll get into some fantasy football, which is actually coming back. And, uh, you know, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how fantasy plays out in... NBA, COVID, and all that stuff. But today, as we all know, today is Kobe Day, 824. Uh, rest in peace to, to Kobe. And, and I don't know about you, but every once in a while, as I'm just on Instagram or whatever, I just I just think of the man's family and, and Gianna. And just, just it's, it's just a sad story all the way around. And I know she's happy. She's feeling all the love from everybody. But it, it has to be just one of the roughest times just to but, – but, also, too, just hearing that your your husband has a, a street named after him and, and all that. So it's I just feel for just her and just his his close family. I agree. It's, it's tough, man. It's never easy to lose somebody. And some of the magnitude of Kobe was, you know, it was a big loss for a lot of people impacted. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um. But yes, Lakers do. Like I said, Lakers do have a big game tonight, and they're wearing, I believe, their Mamba, Black Mamba jerseys—not Black Mamba jerseys, but like a—it's um, a, it's a, it's a Mamba-inspired jersey, something yeah. of that sort. So, um, so we'll get into that. We'll get into that game right now. I mean, as we we've seen Game Two, we saw that Anthony Davis had a huge game, and I thought that after that, going into Game Three. They they played great defensively against Anthony Davis, and now game three, LeBron had a big game. So, if you can have your prediction for tonight, what do you think is happening tonight? Um, I think that one of them will have another big game, and so will Dame, and I think the Lakers will win by seven. So okay, I mean, I got I got the Lakers winning too. I picked the Lakers in. Uh, in six, so out of respect for Dame, so it's definitely a um, it, it it should be a, a real good matchup. Um, hopefully, Dame doesn't get 
on fire like he's been killing it. And then speaking of somebody else that's been on fire, we'll go and transition to the next series, Denver and Utah. I mean, we've seen two guys that have been just back and forth on each other's heads in Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. I mean, they both game four last night. They both had two big uh, 51 point, 51 and 50 point game last night. So, I mean, looking at that team right now, it's, I'm, I'm honestly shocked that Denver, because I picked Denver in five. So I'm shocked that Denver is even in this position where they might not even, it's not looking great for them at all to even get to the next round. Yeah, I think a big piece that, that we missed in that first game where Donovan Mitchell went crazy was um, was Michael Conley coming back. Michael Conley frees Donovan Mitchell up, man, lets him become more of a scorer and less of a do-it-all guy. So like we talked about in that 57-point game, you know, he, he spends a lot of effort getting there, getting in the overtime that game. And then Donovan, or then Murray came and took over in the fourth in the fourth and overtime. Right. Um, and I think that, that kind of frees him up a lot of the ball handling responsibilities, playmaking responsibilities for himself and others. So I think that's, a, that's something we missed. Carms, what's up? Did it, he just had a daughter or something like that. Yeah, he left a son. It's like, yeah, he left the bubble and came back. And then yesterday, I believe it was 20 points, no turnover. So, and I've always been one of his critics too, as well, just as Chris Paul. And we'll get to him in a second. But Chris Paul, or, or uh, Conley, always was the one that had these fat contracts and always seemed like he was just hurt all the time. I mean, the Duke of Ball, yes, but it seems like he gets these contracts. And then it's like, okay, what? Like where's your production? So well, he was he was what it, what happened is he was the first one to get one of the big the, the big ones yeah he was the first one in five years like 120 mm-hmm. million so that's I mean he just signed at the right time really because he's never he's not a hundred million dollar guy nah not at all but, not at all so um, but speaking of somebody that is a gonna be a hundred million dollar man is is your guy Luca I mean you've I give you credit I actually went back and looked at some old tape and even on last year. Basically, you were saying Luca, you know, is top five, and this and I debated you and said, you know, no, he's not, he's not there yet, blah 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 blah. But when you look at the the top players in the league, you, you have your LeBron, you have your Kawhi, you have your ADs, you have your your uh, your I don't know if I said KD, but you have some of these top players, Giannis, if you want to throw him in there. Luca's in that conversation with those guys, and it's crazy because he is younger. And when you look at some of the younger players, LeBron. There's only one LeBron. When he came in, I mean, he was obviously scoring, averaging like, you know, 26, 27, you know, yeah. as it, but nobody else is in Cleveland. LeBron's going to score. But to see what Luka's doing now, defensively, he's not, he's, he's not the top defender. He's not none of that stuff. But offensively, what this man can do, it's remarkable. Yeah, I, I mean, there's just something to be said about playing professional basketball since the age of 15, 16 years old. Like, Yes, it's not grown the NBA. Men. Yeah, you're, but you're still playing with grown men who yeah. are feeding their families off of, you know, these games that you're playing in. So I think that's a big deal. Um, I do still think, and the reason I said that I thought he would struggle a little bit, and even though he hasn't struggled scoring, he's still putting up the numbers. He struggled from the free throw line. He struggled with turnovers, and that that's that was my biggest thing is is the turnovers and. Um, but other than that, man, the kid, the kid is a monster, bro. He's he's six seven, two something. Like you can't push him around. I do think he he forces a couple bad shots in the fourth quarter. Um, I would have liked to see him in that game yesterday. 
uh, keep feeding Steph or Steph. Seth Curry yeah. and keep feeding um, Hardaway Jr. who were hot, you know, who basically kept them in that game and brought them back mm-hmm. in that game in that fourth quarter when Luke right. was on the bench. I think as a point guard, you come back in and you try to feed that and then pick and, pick and choose your spots to, to score. I think they could have won that game before going into overtime. Uh, and, and truthfully, it should be 3-1. Honestly, when you look at if Kendrick Perkins oh, yeah. does it, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick if, Perkins. If, if he also got, uh, he also has some stuff to say about that series. But it, we'll, and you know, I, I'll actually say this: I think it's, and this is just way off topic, but I blame ESPN for this. I understand that you know Jay Will has his own. He's been the NBA guy. He's been the college guy. He's a guy that on that show he comes and he gives great content, breaks down people, whatever. He does it all. But when, when your main NBA guy is Kendrick Perkins coming in and breaks down players, y'all can't find nobody else? Like I'm, I'm just not the biggest Kendrick Perkins fan. I mean, he's, he's, he's okay, but anyways. Um, so, but like I said, it should be 3-1 Dallas in that series if, if Porzingis doesn't get ejected. So, I mean, and, I mean is, it, is it more so a credit to Dallas and what Dallas is doing with Luka and and not knowing who that third guy is, and, and you got Seth, and you got Hardway Jr., you have all these 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 somewhat above-average guys step up and take over, or is it the lack of offense, the lack of t- uh, camaraderie, I guess you can say, with the Clippers? I mean, playoff P, I love what, what Charles Barkley said, you know, you know they, don't, they don't call me championship Chuck, you know, so it, it's, it's like... I mean, he's had nine point nine nine baskets in two games, game three and game four. So Kawhi Kawhi's consistent. He's gonna need some help. Yeah, um, you know, I picked the Clippers to win it all. And what's up, AJ? I still think it's possible, uh, but it's tough. It's not looking good. Obviously, Paul George has to make some shots. To to their credit, though, I mean, they're getting all the shots they want. They're just not making it. And it's yeah. a make-miss lead. Don't get me wrong. It's always been that. Um, but Paul George, and that's one thing I didn't understand. Like, he hasn't had, like, success success in, in the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> and, and a lot of that was <laughs> coming up against LeBron in the East. I get that. It happened to a lot of guys, you know, that decade. But, like, I don't understand what people expect from – you know, he is a superstar. Don't get me wrong. He, he All-stars. And, 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 I mean, give him credit. Coming back from that Team USA injury where he, you know, broke his leg, came back strong, and, and th- that was an injury that everybody thought he was never going to come back from. And, and he definitely has heart, and it's it's just weird. Like, I think we've seen that Paul George is not a Batman. He's he's more of a Robin. And, and even back when he was with an OKC, and I think that's when, when his name originated somehow is – Playoff P when he was in OKC, I believe those two years, I think it was, and he had a few good games, and then now I guess that's when the playoff P came. But well, he called. He started calling himself Playoff P, which nobody gave him that nickname. Well, well, no, <laughs> I, I, I try to help you out, Paul. <laughs> and hey, I like Paul George. I think Paul yeah. George is a bucket, I, but I do think that is a problem. I think he is a. What's rocket, up, Drake? And I think, um, I think that's the Clippers' problem actually, because I think Kawhi Leonard's a Robin also. Dre said you expect him to do what he does in the regular season. And I mean, yeah. I just want him to just to be consistent. I don't know if the 
the stage is too big for him. But he's played in huge games before. I think they've made the have they made the Eastern Conference Finals? Pacers and the Heat or Pacers? I, I, I think had they a couple they, good they, series with Lance Stevenson was on that team, Bowling right. LeBron's here. But I don't I mean George Hill, I think I so yeah. I don't think it was ever like they never beat him. Never. Never. I mean you're I mean they're in the East. Anytime LeBron was in the East, Paul George never beat him, so nobody ever beat him, so um, but I, I mean, he, we just need consistency from him, and I think he was nine of. But this is consistency: great regular seasons and subpar postseasons. This is his career. This is consistency, and, and, and we're just crazy for expecting to see something different. And and Dame called him out. Dame was like, "Continue to keep hopping teams, like trying to get a win." Y'all, y'all is uh, bums or, or something like that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a Paul George fan. I mean, I, obviously, I wish he would have came to the Lakers. But if he's going to play like this, I'm kind of glad he didn't. So, I, But, see, I think it's a different situation because you got LeBron here and AD. So his role wouldn't have been as, as heavy. He wouldn't have been He wouldn't have been forcing shots. He been, well, well we, wouldn't have the, we didn't have the money to get all three of them. But I it, thought he was still trying to come in. Yeah, and nah, it would, I don't. I, well, it was Kawhi. It, it would have been Kawhi, but I think it would have been very tight because LeBron, he's not backing up. He's making about 40 mil. AD, I think we're. Um, think his contract is up at the end of this year so i believe we're going to re-sign him if we haven't already but i don't i honestly think having three max players you going everybody i mean everybody's already on a minimum yeah, minimums already so i don't i, don't, I just don't know how that was going to work unless they all were going to you know take huge pay cuts but um but sticking with that game and we've heard uh Montrez Harrell has has made news one thing i will say before i i say this he did apologize and and, and and shake his hand in, in before game four, which was last night, um, and he did call him a, a bitch ass white boy. Now some people have a problem with it. Some people are saying he needs to be fined for it, um, you know, a suspension or something like that. So I'll just transition and hand it over to you. I mean, do you feel he should be fined for it? No. No. I, no. I don't think he should have said it, but. Like, that's not, like, I saw people comparing it to things that are going on, and it's it's not the same. I'm sorry, guys. It's not. He didn't, it's not a racial slur. He's he's a white guy. He just put a bitch ass in front of him. If he, if he would have just said, take that, white guy, is he still getting, like, his bitch ass a slur now? Like, what? I think it's, no, no, to answer your question, is no, but I feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if it's more accepted for society to say oh yeah you bad white boy play that funky music white boy white boy this versus oh yeah good shot black boy good you know I, I just felt like it's not as bad per se just saying white boy this and that versus now if you call somebody I've I just it's just not a, a, a term that we've heard a lot is black boy black boy black man or whatever so, so we ha- we did hear that a lot. They they just caused boys a, a lot. Well, well, yeah, but but just the, the the term itself. So I I don't know. I just I just want them, and I feel like if if a suspension or a fine would have came out, it would have would have happened already. But I mean, I I give him credit. He did apologize. So yeah, but, I think that was the, that's what needs to happen yeah. in that situation. Like yo, you know, it's competition, man. He said he didn't call him a ban. If if it was a black dude guarding him and he scores and he calls him a bitch ass nigga, is it? Is he getting fined for that? No. Because that's being said way more than what he just did. Yeah. Like, it, that doesn't even get you a technical foul in today's NBA. <laughs> like, how are we fining people for this? Now, also, 
I just watched a coach give a Nazi salute at the end of the game on camera while wearing his uniform, like, and nothing happened to the man. So what? Let's let's get our priorities straight. Like this isn't. And, and and let me also say this. I played with some really good white boys. Played against some really good white boys. One like the higher up you get, the less of them you see, right? I mean, we don't like you see in college, you see some. Oh yeah, and yeah. Even the pros okay. even less, right? Yeah. This isn't the first time he's heard that. <laughs> like this, like these guys are like they. He's he's immune to this, right? Because he's he, he's the minority on the basketball court. Not saying this makes it right. Not saying anything like that. But there's just so many worse things that could have been said. Because he's a good ass white boy. <laughs> so we'll get him some of the comments. My mom's actually on. She said, yes, he should have been fine. Uh, AJ says, yes, he should be fine because it can't go both ways. A white player can't tell a black player that. I mean. No, he can. What what happened when the receiver for the Eagles? Oh, uh, Riley Cooper. Yeah, when he was saying the N word left and right. Yeah. Got a contract extension, right? Like so it doesn't go back. You're, you're five right. year it doesn't, deal. So it doesn't know. go back and forth. It's only one way. <laughs> like like yeah. we're the only ones that get in trouble for for saying something, and it's not like yo. Know, I love white people. Yeah, I do too. But Got that's not that's not a slur. He didn't. That's not a racial slur. I'm sorry. It's, it's not comparable to somebody saying the N word. It's not comparable to the anti was semantic semantic stuff. stuff that we've seen. Like it, it's not the same. Yeah. And and to treat it like that would be wrong. And they didn't. So I'm not. I can't condemn them for something that they didn't do. And, and he did apologize. So it wasn't like I don't think he. It, it was kind of a heat of a moment type thing. But I don't think it, he basically said something or basically essentially said it as if he was trying to be derogatory towards him. And this is the difference. I'm going to tell you the difference between the two. If if a white player said a racial slur to a black, a black guy the next game, they're not going to shake hands and say hi. Right. That's the difference. It would have stuck. Right. If, if, if It, it could have been a case Luca didn't hear him, though. He, it could have been something... No, this isn't a big deal. Right. Like, this is probably the least of what Luca's been called. Yeah. Like, this is not... Especially, too, you over there <laughs> overseas doing grown men like that. So, you yeah. got 40-year-old dudes, like, <laughs> hot. But... I, uh, I was just watching, matter of fact, before I came... You know, I was finishing up at work. I was watching a clip of Stephen A. Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Your boy. He opens up the clip saying, Luka Doncic is a badass white boy. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... He literally says the same exact thing with two words. The two words in front are different. Because yeah. he said he was good. It, it makes a difference. Is Stephen A. Smith going to get fined for calling him a white guy? Like, no. Yeah, right. It's not going to happen. So, like I said, if something were to happen, I think it would have already happened. But like I said, I don't, I don't think anything's going to happen. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we've touched on uh, Denver, Utah. We've touched on Lakers. We've touched on Mavs and uh, and the Clippers. The Heat looks like they may wrap up a series tonight with a win or with a sweep over Pacers. Um, I expect a little. I, I had the Heat in five. I expect a little more. I know T, him and TJ Warren, uh, Jimmy Butler, TJ Warren always go at it. But can I say something? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. 
this would have solved that little eight nine seed problem in the West. Mm-hmm. Get rid of Orlando, get rid of Indiana, <laughs> and let the Suns play somebody in the East, and let the, the Grizzlies play somebody in the East. Let like. I mean, because I, I don't know what they, the Magic's record was in the bubble. I don't know what the uh, Pacers' record. I think the Pacers played pretty well in the bubble. Um, but come on, man, this is bad TV. Chad, you missed our, uh, our our Nuggets talk, man. We was so we you you remember the little video with Jamal Murray that got leaked with him and I guess his girlfriend. So it seems like. With the way, because he's 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 getting buckets. I mean, he's he's winning. He's scoring. I mean, you know, they're they're, well, they're not winning anymore. Well, yeah, they, they won that one game, but it seems like he needs a little bit more of that to kind of help him win in, in that bubble. Oh, you know, he ain't getting in the bubble. I, I mean, that's hey, it is what it is. I mean, but uh, shout out to Donovan Mitchell. Shout shout out to Donovan Mitchell. Though I mean, you had that one big violation, that eight that eight second violation, and he ain't lost since. So I think it's uh. Man, it's it's the it's the team. Don't tell you uh, what's the name coming back is a big difference maker. Mike Conley. I, I've never been a big Mike Conley fan, but veteran presence in the playoffs is huge. Bro. It's huge. It's huge. He's so not getting flat. He's not like he's not going to make one of those mistakes at the end of the game. An eight second violation. It's just some stuff. He, I hope he's still giving Greg Golden about ten fifteen percent of his contract. But outside of that, I mean, he's good. Right. Right. Chad's already throwing out his hot takes. The Heat are going to beat the Bucks. That should be a... Now, the Heat got a lot of... Just, just like OKC, the Heat have a lot of good young players. And they, they mesh well with each other. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then a shout-out to your boy, your favorite player, Chris hey, Paul. Heat got some badass white boys, too. Who? Uh, Jimmy the, Butler? No, no, no. The, the white boys. I said <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Oh, I thought you meant white boys on his team. <laughs> no, Hero. Tyler Hero. Uh, the kid from Michigan that shoots the lights out. And Goran Dragic. Like, oh, and, and uh, yeah. That's well, Jimmy and Butler the kid, on his team. And the kid yeah. from the Celtics. Uh, Olenek. Kelly Olenek. They got four. They got, they, they, got, they got a little squad. And you know what's crazy? Mark, the dude that came on about two, maybe ten episodes ago. Yeah, I'm over here you know, dropping a ton of episodes ago. But... He was the one that said that the Heat was like a sleeper team, and we laughed he at did. him. So. I laughed him out the gym, yeah, out the, the phone. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, yeah, it should be it should be a great match with Duncan Robinson. Yeah, him. Duncan Robinson, yeah, crap off the ball, definitely set a franchise record last game. And, and I don't know if you remember the teams that went to the finals a few years ago for for the Heat. So if you're setting franchise records and knocking those names off in the playoffs, this is a big deal. Speaking of, uh, this is so I, I saw this stat. I believe this is. 24 and under, this has only happened four times. Players have scored 50, more, 50 points or more in, uh, in a, I think it's just a game in general. And three of them happened in this Denver-Utah series. That's crazy. Between, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've been balling. So. And they ain't been playing no defense. Yeah. Hey, Lamont, what's, what's up, man? Like? What's up? Oh, what's up, Lamont? Yeah, shout out to Luka, though, too. That's, that's my trainer Triple at Triple A. Oh, for real? Yeah, Lamont. Lamont, what's up, man? Triple A in the building. Uh, <laughs> but we are, like, Luca had, four, what, 43, like, Luka 17 and 13? Oh, my God. I know. Y'all going y'all, y'all to y'all hear me sooner or later. Luca's going to make y'all hear me. He's a problem, bro. The only one that we're not talking about right now that we will be talking about is my my other young boy, Trey. Starting a franchise right now, Trey or Luca. Luca, 6'7". Easy? Easy. I like Trey. You know I'm you a, love Trey. Trey. You guy. love Trey. Just like Chris Paul is my guy, but I would have started 
you know, for the last 10 years, I've yeah. been LeBron. So, don't, like, right. CP's still my guy, but. Yeah. So, staying with CP, uh, they just won today. Huge game. Still no rust. Uh, series is tied 2-2. I mean, I'm, like I said, I doubted Chris Paul. I had OKC in six. So, I don't know if they're going to try to rush. Rust. Yeah, had OKC and six. I had OKC okay, and six. And, and both of y'all, this is when... No, uh, wait, but in the group chat, you put OKC in five in ga- during game three when you thought they were winning and they was down by like ten. Oh, I, mean, I, mean, I meant six. I was probably doing something. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I had it in my notes. Okay, and I said it last week, OKC and six. So, um, But yeah, I mean, with, with the way Chris Paul's playing with that young group, I mean, it's, it's something good to see. I was... Uh, like, I'm actually shocked, man. I mean, with with the way Harden is going to be hard, Harden's going to get his points, going to get his buckets, but you know, it's 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 a good matchup to see, man. So I think I think it's a completely different series if Russ plays, um, but James gonna have to be Superman. He was, you know what? It's crazy. Whenever because uh, I'm in a group chat with him and some other people, whenever Luca hit that game winner. He was like, I bet Marlon's going like crazy right now. I was like, I already know he is, man. But um That that he hit that right before I went to sleep, so <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah, I know you was uh I called it too. It was funny because the people uh, I was watching it with they were like, No, he's gonna drive to the hoop because they're only down one. I'm yeah. like, oh, he's about to shoot a step back and try to win this thing. Alright, so Raptors, uh they close it out, Celtics close it out. Um with the Celtics, I, I I knew that that would happen, just knowing with the Ben Simmons injury. But one thing that's crazy, I'd actually put in my notes, what's, what's the Sixers' next move? And then Brett Brown fired before we can even get on. So um, I knew I that you... We all you, knew that was right. writing on the wall. I said last week, like, that's the first thing you got to do. Now from there, do you keep your your foundation, your core, or do you try to make some moves and see what you can get for Ben Simmons? I think at this point, Joel Embiid, in my opinion... Is the person if I had to choose, I'm sticking with Joel. So at but that why, point, at that point, you just go ahead. But I feel like you fire the coach because you like the roster you put together. Well, you fire the coach because something's not working, and it's it it could be, you know, you could like the roster. You could well, it's just like this. We fire Luke Walton, and then from there, it's you know, start making a bunch. You gotta make moves. So Luke I don't Walton's necessarily a bad coach. He's not horrible. He just he just didn't fit with what we were trying to do. He's not. I'm just giving an example. He's not good. He he's not he horrible. Had, he had a good run with the with the Warriors, Ooh. who you or I could have. And be for Jokic. I'm not making that trade on either <laughs> side, honestly. Um, Fernando Tatis, Tatis Junior. He's been balling. Uh, what they've been calling a Slam Diego. Slam Diego. Slam Diego Padres. Yeah, man. Hey, man, it's great to see for the city. I can actually root for him now since I'm not there, um, but I'm still a Yankee fan. So, yeah, so other than that, I, I just think it's going to be great to see what the next steps are, if they keep that that core, I think, get some drafts. I think, or I think you keep you know, the core. I think, uh, what's my boy's name that can't shoot? Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and... Um, S, what's up, man? What's the cat from, from Tennessee? Uh, the light skin, the six eight wing. Anyway, you got a big three. Like that's oh, a big, uh, that's a legit uh, big three. Tobias. Tobias Harris. Well, they were saying that he because he's a free agent. Well, because they traded for him, so that's going to be another gotta, thing too. You got to keep him, and, and you still got Al Horford too. So it's it's a lot that that I they think need that's to, where the roster messed up. You, you replace Jimmy for 
you don't necessarily replace him, but Jimmy left. But it's the, like that when when he went there, I was like, I don't think that Joel and and Horford are. I mean, Al can kind of shoot, but I well, don't, you, you got to think you lost Jimmy Butler's outside presence, but you also lost JJ Reddick. Yeah, so those are two guys capable <laughs> from the three point line. Right, a Dodgers fan. Oh, wow. yeah. I see why you say that. I don't think exactly. they're as good as the Dodgers yet, but... Oh, no, no, well. no. But, I mean, 60-game season, I mean, this was the chance for us to just at least make the playoffs, just do enough just oh, to get in the playoffs. Us. Now it's us. It's been us. Who, who else have I rooted for? I don't know. Baseball-wise. <laughs> who, who have you rooted for? Exactly. <laughs> we. You never rooted. We. <laughs> I got the Padres gear upstairs. We. Yeah, y'all, y'all should see this. He, All got, right. he got his Lakers jersey shirt tucked into his Lakers shorts. Like hey, man, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm put, put me in, coach. Got the and this is slides P- on this two. PG podcast. All right. Anyways, uh, so. You have Laker house shoes? You like that, huh? No. Laker down to the slides. <laughs> Those aren't even slides. Those are like real life house shoes. House shoes, yeah. All right. Uh, there, there was been, there was something that I heard rumors saying that the Nets may go after Popovich. Good fit. Popovich is a good fit anywhere. Yeah. I, and just imagine you get him, Kyrie, and but Kyrie. I, Popovich is like like uh, Phil Jackson was. I don't see him leaving to coach anywhere else because he's gonna be like, well, you know how Phil Jackson was when he went to the Knicks. He was like, I don't want to travel all year if I go. Like I don't so, do the home game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Like I, I feel like Popovich yeah. might have a. A tough time with that, but I also don't see him leaving San Antonio like this, right? In a down year, like maybe after they won a championship or something. I just don't see him leaving them after being with them for twenty plus years, making the playoffs twenty plus years, and then you finally miss the playoffs, right? And you bounce. I don't. Well, I mean, when you look at your future, you're not. I don't. I don't think they're in a position to. When you look at the West, look at all of the stacked teams that you essentially have in the West. So it's not going to get any better anytime soon. And Pop is not. You know, sixty years old. Like he's he's in his seventies. I'm pretty sure. So he's if 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 in, if there was a time to make a move, the time would be now to go to a team that's for the most part already established. East is a little bit weaker. They were able to make the playoffs without their two famous players. Kyrie didn't want to play for the most of the year anyway without KD. So you get a healthy KD who could have came back and played in the bubble, but you know he's he's resting. Kyrie, I'm sure he's probably been a hundred percent. So this would be the time to make that move. With a team that's ready. And when you look at the East, every team in the East, for the most part, is beatable. You got the Bucks, who there, there could be, who knows, some team could try to make a trade for Giannis. But the, the Bucks are beatable. The Celtics are beatable. The Raptors are beatable. Yeah, but I think you're missing a big point here. Like, the Spurs took a chance on Pop. Like, Pop built the Spurs to where they are today. And you brought them championships. And, and, but but you like to some people loyalty still exists. Like like Dame Dash or Dame Dollar was saying is it's not about that all the time. It's not always about winning. Sometimes it's about loyalty and what that city's done to you and meant for you and what you mean to that city. And I don't care what the rosters say in the Western Conference, there's one thing that's still for sure. Pop is the best coach in the Western Conference. So if he gets some guys together that can play, he already has an upper upper hand. Yeah, but right now you're you, you're essentially building off of LaMarcus Aldridge and a dude that was in Toronto. That that's your core right there. Well, Not Deontay Murray. No, Deontay, Deontay Murray is a, a best player. No, 
the, uh, and that's and he might even be a free agent too because they traded for him, him for Kawhi. Oh, Demar. Yeah. So, and I mean, Demar's not a horrible. He's an all star. He's not a horrible player, but that's that's your core right there. So, and, I, and that's the thing. You still can be loyal, but I mean, at this point in your career, not, it's not like people are gonna be like, oh, f pop. Like, pop not loyal if you leave a team during your oh, contract. <laughs> Like, like your contract doesn't isn't, doesn't run out for however many more years, and you just up and leave. That's not being loyal. You know, see, I've, I've said this too, Giannis to the Warriors. They could try to find a way to make that happen. And on top of that, too, if Lamelo, did we talk about the draft last week? No. We yeah, because the draft didn't happen until after we were right. Back. And it, but Lamelo could slip to the Warriors. I've been saying that for a while. I think the Warriors trade that pick, and that's how they get a Giannis or uh, one of these other guys. Oh. But how about Giannis to the Spurs? No. Well. Yeah, you just named an all-star that's already there. Nah, and I'll, I'll take DeMar DeRozan over Middleton. LaMarcus Aldridge. Chris Middleton is your best player, or your second best player. And he's like... Yeah, I think Giannis should stay in the East if he wants to continue his, of course. his run. Of Dallas. course. So but I don't think he should stay in Milwaukee. All right, so um, we're going to switch over to uh, some football. We heard Earl Thomas in the news. It seems like all summer. I mean, he's, you know, doing some stuff with his brother, with another girl. And, and you know, it's funny hearing Mark Ingram's tweet when he's, you know, essentially said, like, nah, we got we got answers. We got questions. So um, about that situation. Why didn't you just bring that up? That wasn't even a story. It was a story. It was all the over the place. The story was not. I know, but I'm just, all I'm Let's saying, the story, all I'm saying is he had a rough summer. You can't do that. That's all. The, I can't do that. The, it's my show, too. The problem was his <laughs> wife pulled out a, a weapon on him. Because. Okay, but the crime with the story was. Because. What was the crime? Oh, what for every action, there's a reaction. So what did he do in order for his wife to pull I'm a gun out on him? So, so, Tory Lane's Megan the Stallion. Are we going there? Yeah. Okay. So, how do you feel about Tory Lane shooting her? She came out and said that he shot her. He was one of the. I don't. I don't agree. I don't. I don't. Reaction? True, but she probably just didn't want to be in a car with him. So and she was probably look, you whack, you little small old a n, and just like just left. And he was probably like, no, you better stay, stay, stay. Whatever she said, it was four people in the car, him. Uh, her her homegirl and I guess the driver or whatever and he just probably wanted to get out. So he probably he probably tried he probably her? tried to scare her and to shoot at the ground and he ended up you know shooting her. So he was justified. He's not justified. He's wrong. But but you just said every action has a reaction. So you, so you don't yes. think she did something to make him mad? She probably left him because she didn't want to be with him. Because uh-huh. the dude's whack. Any dude that got to shoot a girl or shoot at a girl to scare you whack. You whack dude, 100%. And there's a lot of people that are defending, not necessarily defending him, but riding with him and not so much trying to ride with her when, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's two sides of every story. I mean, we all know that, but he didn't come out and say anything yet. All we've heard is everything from her side. And she's like, look, I could have told the cops this, I could have told the cops that, and you would have been like, been, been done. So I don't even know if it's under investigation right now, but she's just, she's backing off. So. I'm riding with Meg, man. I don't even think this is riding with Meg or riding with Tori. Tori's a cornball. He's a coward. Exactly. But I just want to know because you said in another situation when the weapon was pulled out, it was justified because all he, I said because he did was, something. So but, I was but we know the story about that. We don't know the full story of this one. So, Do we not? so she was cheating on him. Was justified? No, he she, was he was cheating she, on her. So if Tori, if Meg cheated on Tori, are you saying but they're not together? 
What? They're not together. Clearly, there there was a relationship there. Who did did either of them claim each other? I don't know. You just said clearly there was a relationship. So who claimed who? So they went exactly. This is this is Earl Thomas's wife pulled a gun on him because him and his brother was doing whatever with the girl. Okay. We so know that. Now, that, now that, we got the story, though. Thank you. You said he had a rough summer. He didn't have a rough summer. He did. Hey. He had a rough summer because he was in the news with the guy. All right. Well, now he's in the news again with some stuff that happened on Friday at practice and posting footage on Instagram about, you know, what happened with the with what play or whatever the case is. So um, now they're essentially we're going to try to trade him. The Ravens were trade him or release him. And I think now they're just going to release him. So yeah, it seems like... Him. Yeah, so it seems like you're gonna get your your guy for a million dollars. I sure hope so. so. We can't miss out on this twice, Cowboys. Come on, he begged us to, to pick him up last year. We didn't do it because we didn't know the end of, end of injury and if he'll be durable. He showed a, play, a full season, played great, playoff team, playoff defense. They were great. I mean, him and Ha Ha Clinton Dix in the secondary. Oh, please. Jerry, I know you got my text. You guys got ha ha? Yes, we have ha ha Clinton Dix. When did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look it up. Look I'm it up. about to. Don't worry, he's, he's here. No, it's a good pick. And I know you guys got him for cheap because he ain't really been playing that great, but I know he's a solid safety. He has been playing. I know great. he's a solid. Yeah. He's just been playing in Chicago. Uh, how, how much have you heard about Khalil Mack over the past two years? Well, the Bears been whacked. Exactly. And I hope my homie Champ is on because Bears has been whacked. Cowboy fan said we picked up Ha-Ha Clint Dix. Why doesn't he just... This is what I do. I know. I'm not... I'm, I'm just... Man, when did that happen? Was It, it was recent? It was on the offseason, bro. Man. Hey. Good good stuff. <sighs> hey. I'm, all, this is all I'm going to say. Good stuff. If we pick up him and we don't make a freaking Super Bowl run, there's a problem. Because there's not a team in the league that could go... Oh, boy. Cowboys position, talk. Go for position it. for position. Go for it. Right back. All I'm gonna say 30, 38 minutes. We can end it. You don't have to go anywhere. No, we're not, because I still have to say something else. But anyway, so uh, we're not gonna get into Cowboys talk. That's gonna be another 35, 40 minutes. So um, other than that, so we'll, we'll see where he goes. I think he Cowboys is where he wants to go. So we'll see if that's actually where he where he ends up. Um, so there was uh, seventy seven players, I guess, tested positive for COVID. And then it can't, it comes positive. back, mm-hmm. and or false positive. I'm sorry. And so now it, it was, it all came back negative, or well, yeah, they were getting false positives from one lab in New Jersey. Um, the lab claimed it was a contamination issue, um, but the, the NFL put a bunch of teams on hold until they figured out the issue. So um, I don't know. It's we've t- we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now, like. The NFL with COVID is going to be a very hard um, thing to pull off. Just you know, sheer logistics of it all. And, and I mean, you're you're coming into contact. I think we've seen the NHL and the the NBA have this bubble, but we we've we've talked about this. You have over a hundred players per team minimum, players, coaching staff, and just everybody everybody on the team, and. You're traveling. You're coming in contact with with players, blood, sweat, tears, whatever, um, on each other. So it's going to be hard to try to keep everybody 
you know, you know, safe. And this is the thing that we're going to have to see with, with college, too, because I don't think that even though Justin Fields had his, you know, little campaign to try to get them to, you know, bring back the his, his conference, but that doesn't look like it's, you well, know. To me, because you've seen this in baseball, too, I don't think the problem is the actual contact sport. The problem is not being able to keep everybody who is COVID-free contained. Right. Because you can play a game and nobody's positive and nothing's going to happen. It'd be fine. But when they go home, they interact with whoever they interact with. Or when they go to the store or when they do or this just and that. just go to eat or just exactly. whatever. That's when, that's when you open yourself up. Because baseball is not a contact sport. But we've seen multiple breakouts already yep. in their short season so far where – you know, teams have had multiple players test positive for the for the disease or for the virus. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's the nature of the sport itself. It's just the nature of the environment and all the variables surrounding it that make it really tough for the NFL to complete a full season. Yeah. So I mean, and, and that really leads me to, to fantasy, and it's it's around fantasy time. Everybody's you know having their drafts and and, and everything. So. Uh, hey. <laughs> So Dre, I'm trying to like you. I'm, I'm trying to like your post, bro. I'm my drafts start on Sunday, and from there I got you know back to back to back all, all drafts. So it's going to. I mean, everybody that's been because I asked you if you want to get in one of mine because I had an extra space open. So you know, we'll see if if just what happens. I mean, I'm I'm nervous just because I don't know how everything's going to play out. Obviously, but. You know, it's. I'm not playing fantasy this year because all I need is to draft Michael Thomas, and then he catches COVID, and, and the whole and season then, goes up. And I'm of course, you know, of course, first round. So it's like at that point, you know, and, and God forbid the, the player gets it again. You yeah. know, you know, number one overall pick, and you go with Saquon or or, or Zeke or Lamar, or whoever, Mahomes, or, whoever, or uh, Tyrod Taylor. He's more of a second round guy. But you go and you get somebody like that, and it's like it, it just it messes up your whole league. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm definitely excited for the league. Hopefully we can, we can have one, and, and I don't know. This is, this, this is probably the one sport I think that everybody's nervous about, and, and football runs all sports. So, I mean, we'll see what can happen. I think that the Chiefs came out. Uh, last week, it said that they're going to have 22% of their player of their fans at, at attendance for the season opener. So hopefully we can get more teams that are like that. I know California is going to be a, uh, way harder with everything still kind of shut down. So um, It shouldn't affect you guys, though. You guys can have All right, so uh, na- 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 last thing we got. Uh, <laughs> you guys are pretty spread. Last thing that we have for you guys is uh, I didn't – I made sure to not forget uh, – the best player to wear this with the ep- being episode thirty nine. We our fortieth episode is next week, which is crazy. Fortieth, and also too next week would be our one year anniversary of Marlon vs. Marlon. So, I mean, it's it's been a lot of you know hard work. You know, when, when you look at life, <laughs> you know you got consistency is is everything. Without consistency, you have nothing. And so I just want to give a shout out to my partner for just being consistent and, and, and coming through and, and not scrolling on Instagram as he's doing now. And, you know, just just all of the, the dedication to, to putting this together. We've been we, we have the stats for our podcast and and Facebook views. We average like three, four, five hundred views, whatever. So, you know, I just want to just 
you know, just give a quick shout out to my partner, the the second best Marlon on this show for for just being so uh, so consistent and uh, you know, in your hard work and dedication. All right, so uh, <laughs> episodes. I was, I was oh. looking up number players that were number thirty nine for the record. I'm not on Instagram. Oh, I didn't even bother looking up thirty nine. I was just gonna think of number nine, and uh, I'm gonna go with playoff Rondo. I didn't even. I actually didn't even look up anybody, but that's the first person that comes to mind. I'm not gonna pick Tony Romo. Tony Romo. I'm not gonna pick Tony Romo for one. Tony Romo. Um. If I could, yeah, that's that's the only person I could think of right now. Quarterback. Maybe favorite for me would be uh, Nick the Quick, Nick Van Exel. Oh, uh, I was I was a big Nick the Quick fan when him and Eddie Jones was out in Lakerland doing their thing. Um, but I'm definitely going Tony Romo. Of oh, course. What? What? Not even close. Of course, I know. It's my quarterback. I already know what they got on there. It's, it got 100 people. I ain't about to look through all them people. And those are all number 89s. What? It said... Oh, no. That's that's going down the list. Oh. Of, yeah, 100 people. I'm not going down 100 people to look up the best player to wear number nine. So, uh, somebody in hockey. Ted Williams. Shout out Ted, Ted. Williams. That's, that's, oh, Breeze. Oh, oh he was the second best quarterback to ever wear number nine. Yeah. Why do you keep forgetting the Chargers on your list, man? Because he didn't have none of his accomplishments. With with the Chargers, so Jodomaggio. Uh, Sheesh. So yeah, so we can we can go through all this list, but um, I still got playoff Rondo on there. Uh, Joe Burrow, he don't care. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, Joe, I forgot. D Wade wore number nine. When he was with the Cavs for like thirteen no, games. That version of D Wade shouldn't be on the list. Oh man, but um, but not yeah, thirty nine. I'm not even going. Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Don't know who you Bobby are. Hall, it's a big deal. Don't know who he Hockey. is. Yeah. So other than Wait, that, how did, go ahead. Joe DiMaggio and what's his name and Ted Williams both were number nine for the Yankees. Well, the times I guarantee you, they probably didn't play during the same time. Well, I know that, but the Yankees. Usually, oh, it should have retired it. Yeah. He probably played for another team, maybe. Yeah, maybe that was. I don't yeah. Know. So. Um, that's definitely the Yankees right there. Yep. Yep. So, but anyways, uh, I'm getting ready to go watch this Laker game. I know it should be started. They should be doing some type of tribute for Kobe. So, oh, so uh, once again, once again, recipes to Kobe. Uh, condolences to him and his family. I know this is definitely a, a rough time for him, but to see how he celebrated all over, this was a big weekend for him. Man. Birthday. And and shout obviously A twenty four Kobe Day. Shout out to Nike, man. I didn't get them Kobe's I wanted yesterday. Y'all, you know what? Y'all, y'all whack for that. So so Lamont, he uh so he was this was the first time it was virtual training, so it was the first time at the office, it was the first time I met him. And I came in and he was just so mad because he had his Kobe's on already big Lakers and Kobe's fan too and and you know, he was hot that he he didn't get it. So he was trying all day and he said they was already on because what's the shoe website? Uh, I don't know, man. I just know I had my my alarm set for 15 minutes before 1 o'clock. My alarm went off. I snoozed it. I started doing something on my phone. Yeah. I looked back at the time, and it was 1.08, and it was sold Sold out. out. He said Uh, that he said he had a window up, and within like a minute, it was like loading, processing. He said within like another minute, 
he said sold out. Yeah. And so he was like looking up other people that are selling them, mm -hmm. six seven hundred dollars already. Already, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they get that money on the resale market. Um, but yeah, they and the other pairs that they came out with were like Laker colors. I don't want Laker colors, obviously. Yeah. So. But uh, you know, other than that, that's a wrap for episode. 39 we got episode 40 coming next week one year anniversary coming next week too as well so uh you got anything else man before we get out of here um long live kobe long live nip uh rest in peace to those um the men who've been tragically murdered by police this last week and arrest the cops who murdered brianna taylor Enough said. Enough said. All right, we'll get y'all. Uh, we'll get at y'all next week. Peace. We out. <laughs> Alright, man. See you next week. Then I drop it and it wasn't on the Hey, see you guys. Uh, Make it with my seven. Huh? Alright. Alright, bro. A hundred.